Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me. My name is Bradley Shaw. And today on Between the Covers, I'm talking to the lovely and talented author, Ingrid James. Jay Adams, whose new book, Descended, a first in a series, uh, is being released in April uh, through Shoreline Publishing. Thank you, Ingrid, for joining me. How are you? I'm good. Thank you, Brad. How are you? Good, good. Thank you. Congratulations on this wonderful book. And please, as normal, tell everybody, please, what it's about, what they're going to expect from your story. Oh, gosh. So it's a what they call romanticy. So romance with a bit of a touch of fantasy for the young adult market. Um, it's first of four books. It's an epic love story. So it's, how do I explain it? I guess it's a little bit of existentialism, a little bit of um, wondering, if you're wondering all those big questions in life, I guess, um, touching on things like sort of, you know, um, why am I here? Life after life, what happens when I die? What happens, what is my purpose in life? Um, but essentially, it's a love story, put it that way, for the young adult, sort of new adult market. Fantastic. Wow. And was it a difficult story to write? Obviously, there's a lot of influences and a lot of themes. How did you find putting a story together like this? Well, it's been five years in the making. <laughs> I think um, I'm a mum of four boys. And um, so, A, I have very little spare time. <laughs> and B, um, that's my, where my passion lies. I mean, I look at young men today and I think one of my big passions is um, mental health in young men. And I look at my four boys who are sort of a couple entering teenhood now and I see how they struggle, Not and my friends' kids too. And I think um, my background is, I mean, I've struggled in that area too. I think a lot of people have, to be blunt. And um, it's taken me many, many years of soul searching and seeing what, what works for me to help me in those areas. And while this book is definitely a work of fiction and it's definitely an epic sort of fantasy love story, it is also an exploration of mental health and how we struggle and and looking at the questions that keep us up at night and cause anxiety in children and adults, everyone really, men, women, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so that's what I that's what I had to say in my book, in mm-hmm. my writing. That's what I want to explore. That's what I have to say. Um, yeah. And so that's what it's taken me five years to put together, but that's essentially where I'm going with it. <laughs> Good. And that's the thing that's important. I mean, I think with with um, I think the, the good thing about literature and good stories and is that reflection that the young reader can get to understand and, and be absorbed into the characters and be a part of a story as much as as just being told or being able to read it and enjoy it, but actually be immersed in in the feelings and emotions in the in their story. And you've you've done that really well in capitalizing on that mental element without preaching, without without making it uh, distinction, but giving them a subtle guidance and an understanding of, of those things being okay. And then, and then, having said that, you had a series, as you say. Was it 
part of that and sort of, I guess, projecting, but with the next books following, was it part of that using your your children and, as you say, the French children's motif of growth in the story with your characters? So your writing obviously grew through the first book, Incubus. Did you find yeah. that was a natural organic thing for the for the five years? Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> what the story is today is definitely not what it started out as. I mean, and I always think that is, thank goodness it wasn't published five years ago because it, it, it was not ready. And thank you to everyone who rejected me back then <laughs> um, and, and all the wrong publishers who a lot of people said to me when I submitted my book for publication, you know, we really like it, but it's the topic's too different and it's um, untested in this market and we're not willing to gamble on an untested area and mm-hmm. um and thank thank god i found shoreline because um they're willing to take a gamble on an unknown author and um support me to write the book that i wanted to write the way i wanted to write it but yeah it's it's it funnily enough it was meant to be originally this series was meant to be a trilogy um i was told the first book was too long so it now that one book's become book one's become book one and two split in half um so, yeah, and also because it's taken me five years to get the first one out into the world, I've sort of pretty much written the next two and the fourth one in bullet point. So, yeah, it's and it's actually been a gift because it's allowed me to sort of make it one long story cut into four as opposed to anything stilted and I was able to, you know, go back and thread the whole story throughout the whole series as opposed to just writing one book and then stopping and having to then start the next one. It's just been one long epic story. <laughs> Yeah, and that's good. That's a good process to have, a good plan, a good line, a linear line of plot or, or events and, and, and character development. And that's 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 great. And so so naturally um, we're looking forward to you know, a future of, of more to come. But with Descended, what was, I guess, two elements? What was the most challenging part for you to write in this in this forum or this way first? Um, the most challenging? Um, I think it was... Because this book's set in the 1990s, the early 1990s, that's going back 30 years. It's a very different time to what we have now. Um, and I think I had to put a warning, a pretty much a warning at the front, sort of saying you're about to go back 30 years when, you know, the insults were slurrier and political correctness wasn't a thing. And, you know, and and it's hard to and, – and I had to be true to that era. I had to write – scenes as they would have occurred I mean I lived through that right I I grew up in the 90s that was my era I know it inside out write what you know um so yes I had to write scenes like you know especially things to do with homophobia particularly it's hard to write certain words which are totally taboo now rightly so and to use those words was actually I had to toss up whether to use them or not and be thinking oh it's not the right it's awful words to say um, yeah. but you have to be true to that error. And I think you actually said to me a couple mm. of years, a year ago, whatever, if you don't, if you write historical fiction from mm. the, from, with hindsight from today, it's not authentic to that time period. And you're writing it yeah. you write with hindsight. It's not authentic. And that was really mm. a really good piece of advice for me because I was like, yeah, that's so true. If I, not whitewash is the wrong word, but you know, like clean it up yep. and, and write it from today's perspective okay. with political correctness, it wouldn't have been authentic to the time. And and if we yep. change history, we don't learn from it. You know, I think it's important mm. for kids to read these books and see how people spoke to each other back then and how they slurred each other off. And, you know, I mean, because if, if, you, mm. if you put it under the rug, we don't learn. And that, I yep. felt really strongly about that. Like in the end, I was like, I'm going to keep these awful words in. And they, as I said, these scenes were hard wow. to write. 
but it has to be authentic because how else do we yeah. learn? How else do our kids go, oh, is that how you spoke to each other back then? And yeah. that's awful. And we realise how far we've come as a society by seeing where Absolutely. we started from, you yeah. know? Yeah, and context is is paramount. And um, yeah, I don't I don't call it political correctness. I actually mm. call it political ignorance because what yep. we're trying to do is just pretend that that periods never happened, but they did. That was the history. That's the world. Um, and when that, uh, with that, that was your challenges, like keeping your context and keeping your your authenticity. What would you say was the most enjoyable part of the process for you in writing? Oh. Everything. I love it so much. I just, <laughs> I just love, it's just, it's, it's almost like immersing yourself in this fantasy. Well, it is, you're immersing yourself in this fantasy world and it's, and you get to the point where if you're writing, especially if you're writing a series, you're so immersed in, in these characters and their world and they come as these fully formed entities almost. They come in with names and personalities and backstories in your head and they almost become real people and you get to visit them in this world, like your book world with your book people and you <laughs> go in there and you visit them and you spend some time with them. And, you know, and even if it's, it sounds really good if you're having a bad day, I just go, I'm just going to go and do some editing because I just want to hang out with these characters, you know, and, yeah. and it's creating this beautiful world and it's putting your voice out there. And I feel like I've really got something to say with my history, with my illness and mental health and everything. I really feel like I have a lot to say in regards to my history and and how I got through it and how I sleep at night and you know what works for me and I've kind of into interweave yeah. that into the story and as I said it's like as you said it's not preachy and it's very much realistic of how kids are and yeah there is mm-hmm. drug references yeah. and sex references because that's teenagers right and mm-hmm. you can't write about teenagers without writing of all that coming of age and it's yeah. rite of passage all this stuff drugs alcohol you know sex it's coming of age and finding out discovering who yeah. you are and it's such an important time in the teenager's life and you know it's such a tumultuous time but yeah and now I've lost my train of thought because I've gone off on a tangent but I was talking about um what was I talking about what was the question <laughs> the enjoyment and love and the enjoyment and yes. and obviously 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 it's sincere because you're so overwhelmed you got yourself all muddled <laughs> up that's fine but the one thing too let me ask you does has your sons read it as you say they were part of the, the incubus of has your family read it has what's what's your feedback my, been from the people who know you uh, my sons have not um mm-hmm. my husband my husband and my other family most of my all my closest friends have read it um one of my actually mm-hmm. very good friends read it and she read it in two days. She actually texted me yesterday. She's an <laughs> avid reader and she's a reviewer online and she wanted to read it. And I was like, fine, because you're because she's a big, you know, she's very much into this genre, even though she's similar to my age. Um, and she just rung me. She's like, I read it in two days. She said, I could not put it down. And she's like, I was really worried when I got it because I thought, oh, no, what if it's really bad? It's going to be super awkward. And she's like, oh, my God. She's like, I, I kept thinking, I can't believe I know the author of this. And I just loved it so much. And I just wanted to take the characters and nurture them and love them. And and she just was gushing, which is good to hear because you're sort of putting it out there, as you know, your, your book is your heart and soul mm-hmm. and it's such yeah. a personal. It's like putting your diary out there. And it sort yeah. of almost gives you a sense of anxiety thinking, oh, God, people are going to get in there and read it and they can read your inner thoughts and and so it actually it's amazing how it buoys you to get these beautiful messages from people just saying oh gosh when's the next one coming out I need it can I have it I'm like no 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 but um (laughs) but they but I'm getting really good I mean obviously my mum and my husband and stuff say it's great but they're gonna say it's great anyway so it's good to hear from other people and sort of early reviewers Mm. yeah absolutely other people just saying and you can tell when someone's telling the truth or when they're blowing smoke you know it's um (laughs) yes 
Well, well, 80% of my job is actually handling authors' anxieties, <laughs> yeah. mostly because mostly because they're new authors and, of course, it's an unknown, unknown trip for them and, of course, they're anxious about what's going to happen. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it is good and it's good to get the feedback. I'm glad you've received good positive feedback. I think you'll receive a lot more as well. Um, for everybody listening, Ingrid's book is available uh, in April. Uh, it is a wonderful first book to a series, but also for a first-time author. Um, we're very proud of being able to bring it to the market. Uh, please do shop anywhere that you do buy books. It is available, uh, will be available through a lot of online resources in April, but you can pre-order it and also ask for it through our website. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, it's been great uh, for your support to independent authors and independent writing. To Ingrid, thank you for your time. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a magical journey for you, I'm sure. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening. And stay well. And next time on Between the Covers, we'll catch up again. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers, produced by Shoreline Publishing.